Hi everyone. Welcome to the December episode of Cumberland Conversations, the official podcast for the community of Cumberland City. I'm your host, Philippa, and in this series of monthly podcasts, we'll be bringing you news and discussions that impact the local Cumberland community. In this episode, we're going to learn some Christmas tips. First up, I'd like to welcome our new general manager, Peter Fitzgerald. Welcome to Cumberland Conversations, Peter. Thanks, Philippa. Thanks for having me. First of all, congratulations on your new appointment to the role of general manager. Can you let our listeners know what your role entails? It's a very, very broad function, but in, in general terms, my, my role here at Council is to, one, primarily run the administration of the organisation and ensure that all the services are delivered in a timely and efficient and effective fashion, but also, two to act as the interface between the administration and Council and to provide general leadership to the community through the execution of Council's community strategic plans and make sure that the community gets what they want. So whatever the councillors and the mayor tell me what they need, it's my role then to make sure the administration delivers. Peter, at a recent staff presentation, you spoke about your vision for Cumberland as a part of the Central River City. Can you explain a bit about that with our listeners? Yeah, look, it's, it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting concept when you look at Cumberland in its geographical position here in, in Sydney. If you look at our, our space in Sydney, we're very much in the dead centre, in the very centre of Sydney. And so when you look at it from that perspective and you overlay that with the three-city vision of the Greater Sydney Commission, you look at Cumberland's role and what it can provide more broadly, I think, in a regional perspective, and you can start to understand that you look at Cumberland as a, as a land of – it was almost as a region of opportunity to itself. We, um, we see ourselves as a very young, innovative council that has a lot to offer in a region. And so what we want to promote is we want to promote ourselves as someone that's going to act as, as a council, not as somebody, but as a council that's going to play a regional role. But we also want to play that regional role while also looking after our, our community and our residents. And in order to do that, we have to we have to take a good look at ourselves and take stock of ourselves and say, now, what do we want to deliver? We want to deliver good services to the community, but we also want to have an eye on what's happening around us regionally. So when you look at our role within the Central River City, which is where we're currently located, you look at the opportunities that are afforded to Cumberland. You look to the north of us and you see Parramatta, which is going to be the secondary CBD of Sydney. You look to the west of us and you're going to see the third city, which is the western part, which is the, the Parkland city or Western Sydney is what they're calling it. And there's going to be an airport there. There is going to be, you know, a huge amount of infrastructure and investment. And then you look to the east of us and you've got the eastern city, which is the primary CBD now at the moment. There's opportunities all around Cumberland now at the moment. And so my role here is to make sure that Cumberland's well-placed to harness the opportunities that are granted to us and to work with regional stakeholders and other councils and other layers of government to make sure that Cumberland gets what it deserves. And then on that basis, then we can then translate that into good services for our community. And so the role here at Council, the most important thing here at Council is to make sure that our structure and our administration is set up to make sure that we can harness those opportunities. And that's going to be our priority moving forward. Do you have any plans for 2022 you can share with us today? Our plans for 2022 is hopefully not having have a year which is so which is impacted so much by the pandemic. But I would love to just have a normal year, but I but I fear that that may not be the case. I think we're always going to have to live with COVID in some way, shape, or form. We're certainly going to have to have that as part of our day to day planning within the organisation to make sure that we can respond and react to it. We're starting to see different outcomes as a result of the pandemic. We're starting to see people slowly come out of hibernation now and have a bit of confidence about moving around in the community. So council wants to be there to support them to do that. We're starting to see our, our sports clubs come back and we're starting to see 
the communities, you know, the community organisations starting to use our facilities again. So we want to we want to help the community do that and give them a sense of confidence that they can continue to do that through 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 next year. And the best way we can do that is by maintaining the current service centres that we have and making sure that they have good, reasonable access and safe access to all of the facilities in our community. So for 2022, I want to make sure that everybody in Cumberland moves through safely, but also to give them the support to do so. Now, I understand you have a special Christmas message for the Cumberland community. I just want to say Merry Christmas to you all. and I hope you all... Uh, have a safe and, and healthy and happy Christmas and I hope you enjoy your time with your family. Um, I think if it, we've learned anything over the last 12 to 18 months is how much we um, we should treasure these types of occasions where we can be together in, in, in close proximity to each other. So I hope everybody enjoys their Christmas. Um, it has a safe new year and we look forward to bigger and brighter things in 2022. Peter, thanks for your time and for being part of the Cumberland Conversations podcast. I'm sure our listeners appreciate your update on Cumberland's part in the Central River City and plans for the new year. Thanks very much for having me, Philippa. I'd now like to talk about our community consultations, which are available on the Cumberland Conversations website. You can find this located at www.haveyoursay.cumberland.nsw.gov.au. With Cumberland Conversations, you're invited to have your say on a range of council projects, plans and policies that are currently on exhibition. Your feedback will help shape council's delivery of services, facilities and programs. When you go to the Cumberland Conversations page, you will find there are three sections. Have your say, which are current consultations open for community feedback. Stay informed, which are projects such as park upgrades and major capital works. There is no feedback component on these projects, but it is a way to stay up to date on what is happening around the Cumberland area. And recently closed projects. You can view the status of these as they may be updated after going to council. You can also use the search bar at the top of the page to find older projects that are no longer on the homepage. This month, we have several new consultations, projects and events for you. There are three proposed grants of leases in the Wyatt Park complex. They are all open until the 23rd of December. Fresh Hope Care Dunmore Street Pendle Hill Draft Voluntary Planning Agreement, which is open until the 11th of February 2022. We have the Sustainable Gardening Webinars. Learn how to create a biodiverse garden sanctuary with native wildlife in these three free webinars in January and February. Places are limited, so make sure you book and don't miss out. You have to book your place through the Have Your Say page. And Cumberland Tree Planting. Find out where more than 1,200 trees are being planted as part of New South Wales Government's 5 million trees program across Cumberland. We also encourage you to register on the Have Your Say site. That way you can receive our monthly newsletter with notifications of the latest consultations and other community news. These are just a few of the current consultations and projects on our site. So please check the Cumberland Conversations website to see them all and make sure you have your say. Next up, we have a few guests. I'm joined by the Place and Engagement team. Welcome to Cumberland Conversations, everyone. Hi. Hi, Hi, Philippa. Hey, Philippa. Now I'm going to go around the group so you can introduce yourselves and tell our listeners a bit about what you do. Chris, you can go first. Hi, everyone. I'm Chris Monoski. I'm the Senior Coordinator of Place and Engagement. Uh, so what that essentially means is that I look after a few of the different uh, functions 
of the place and engagement team. Uh, that includes the community engagement and communications unit, the uh, business engagement and economic development part, and the place and activation team as well. You've got a lot to do there. And now we have Natalie Tanofsky. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast today. So, uh, as Philip said, my name is Natalie Tanevsky. I'm the Place Liaison Officer for Cumberland City Council. And I guess my role is very varied. I sort of work across all areas of council in terms of looking at resolutions and improving outcomes in the day-to-day side of the business and the community. So working with local schools and community groups and local networks to sort of address some local concerns and develop a lot of strategic partnerships with these groups as well. And then I guess next year we'll be working on a few uh, interesting public place projects to enhance some of the local area. Thanks for that, Nat. Now we have Helda. Yeah, hi everyone. My name is Helda Guerrero. I'm the coordinator for economic development in our lovely government area. Um, In my role, essentially, I promote Cumberland City as an attractive place to invest in, perhaps locate your business or even start a new one, as well as I help to create more jobs so our residents can work closer to home and have more time with their families, enjoying life rather than commuting to and from work in other areas. My, my, my aim is to build a vibrant economy and a prosperous and resilient community, a place where you and your children can live safe and happily and, and with a high quality of standard of living. We, we want to make sure you have everything you need in regards to shopping and schools and education, as well as medical and have lots of opportunities to grow and prosper. That's what I do. And of course, we also have a business engagement coordinator who couldn't be with us today, but she was on our September episode. So you can listen to what she does and get more information there. So Chris, is there anything else you want to let our listeners know about what we've got coming up next year? I think, Philippa, it's a great opportunity for you to introduce yourself and tell us about what you do before oh, we get into that. Of course. <laughs> um, I'm the Community Engagement and Communications Coordinator. So I look after the consultations that the council does where people get to have their say and provide feedback on initiatives that council's doing. Uh, so if you've ever seen those have your say consultations, I help coordinate those. And I obviously send out the monthly have your say newsletter for those who are registered on our have your say site. And I work with council on other initiatives that involve speaking to the, the community. And I do this monthly podcast amongst other projects. Uh, I'm also involved across council on quite a few other projects like place projects and, and business engagement and that sort of thing. So pretty busy. And I get to get involved in a lot of things. Yeah, and I think I think you do deserve a, a massive shout out. So Philip has been in the engine room of our community engagement and place team for the past uh, few months. So uh, I think on behalf of the team, we want to thank you as well for your hard work and keeping up this uh, podcast uh, up and running. I think it's been pretty fantastic. So well done. Yeah, round of applause for Philip. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I, I think that we were, you know, I was, uh, I was uh, asked to find ways to engage with the community when we couldn't do face to face during last year's lockdown and I wanted to do a podcast and I'm just really pleased that we were able to get it up and running and then this year's lockdown happened and we were able to keep communicating and I hope that our community have found it informative when we haven't been able to go out and and meet with them face to face. So Chris do we have any any uh, upcoming news that we can share about next year? Yeah, look, so we're sort of winding down now with um, with our consultation periods over the December and January period, you know, going into Christmas and the New Year celebrations. But once that's all done and dusted, we've got a, a big year ahead of us. Um, so it looks like the place and engagement team will be quite busy, uh, especially during the months of February through to September. 
we've been fortunate enough to be uh, successful for a few grants um, with the state government, and we'll be working on a few activations in our area. So as as we progress and move through with the planning, we'll make sure to keep the community updated on what's going on. So uh, just briefly, what we have in mind is a uh, festival up at um, at Lidcombe in Remembrance Park, a few activations throughout South Street in Granville, and a few at Auburn Road, uh, Auburn. Thank you. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to share? Hi, I'd like to recommend that to all our businesses in the local area that, um, you know, we have a lot of resources on our website at cumberlandcity.gov.au, which has got under the business section. And if you ever need any assistance in anything that you're not sure of, please feel free to reach out. Our contact details for myself and Natalie, you are there. Finally, I'd also like to wish everyone a happy holidays. And, and look, don't forget to get your gifts and items for Christmas lunches and barbecue with friends. But locally, we have some great shops in our area. There's some great tasty food. We've got some great gift ideas. And if you don't want to cook, give mum the day off. We have plenty of great clubs and restaurants so uh, she can relax and enjoy the day as well. And, and please don't forget that shopping locally means you're supporting your community and the jobs and the monies uh, that you spend stays in your local community. It's something that we're very at Cumberland really believe in and and we would like you to support us as well in that. Thank you. That's a fantastic message, Hilda. And just to add on that, uh, we do have a few promotional videos out there on social media. So if you want to get a taste of what's out there, go on your Facebook, go on the Cumberland uh, Cumberland Council uh, page and there's a few promotional videos just highlighting a few of the businesses that are operating in our area. Great. Tell your family, tell your friends. Uh, Natalie, did you want to say anything? Just wanted to wish everyone a happy new year and Merry Christmas as well. And, you know, looking forward to the new year and the exciting projects that we can offer as a team and, you know, welcoming any collaboration and different opportunities there as well. Okay. And I'd like to thank you all for joining us. And it's been great to have you on the podcast. Thanks, Philippa. I really appreciate you having us. Yeah. Thanks, Philippa. And uh, everyone be safe out there. Drive safely and, uh, you know, be safe. Thank you. Finally, Christmas is just around the corner and it can be easy to get caught up with the excitement and festivities. This is also the time of year where we end up with lots of waste. There are ways we can reduce the waste while still celebrating in a good way. My colleagues from the Resource Recovery Team have some suggestions for all our listeners. So welcome to Cumberland Conversations Podcast Praise and welcome back Joey and Alina. G'day, uh, Philippa. Thanks for having me back. Hello, everyone. Uh, Hello, Philippa. Thank you so much for having me again. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Philippa. Thank you, my dear colleagues. Let's do this. Sounds good. Um, Alina, food waste is one of the big issues during Christmas. How can we reduce food waste? We all know that food waste is one of the biggest issues after any celebration. Some of the ways we can reduce food waste this Christmas are, number one, planning your Christmas menu beforehand. Make a list of items you, you you need before you go on shopping. Don't forget to check your pantry, freeze or freezer before you go on shopping. And remember, try not to get drawn by those Christmas offers. Secondly, shopping smart at the grocery store. When you go to the shops, pay attention to expiry date, use by date or best before date so that you know how long you can keep your food. Most food, including fruits and vegetables, will last longer if you store them properly. And number three, using your leftovers. There are different ways you can use your leftovers and save them from being wasted. And finally, composting your food scraps through composting or worm farming. So these are some of the simple yet very effective things you can do to save food waste this Christmas. 
And what can we do to avoid and reduce packaging waste at Christmas? Uh, we can reduce significant amount of Christmas generated packaging waste just by following a popular 3R principle, reduce, reuse and recycle. Reduce, we can reduce packaging waste by choosing upcycle gift or sustainable products, by choosing the gift with less packaging or the packaging that can be reused, repurposed or recycled. Second one is reuse. Buy good quality decorations that can be reused for many years to come or you can make your own. Use newspapers, old wrapping papers, fabrics, or reusable bags as gift wrapping. And lastly, recycle. Recycle your paper Christmas wrappings, cards, and cardboard boxes. You can also recycle foil trays and foil wraps from chocolates scrunched into a fist-sized ball in your yellow curbside recycling bin. We, yeah, we talked about that last month, so that's good to yeah. know. Joey, can we recycle wrapping paper? Uh, yeah, well, it depends on what type it is. I mean, cardboard and paper wrapping are fine to recycle, even if it has a lot of sticky tape on them. Like plastic wrappings aren't recyclable, so don't put them in the recycling bin. They actually interfere with the recycling process, so it's not a good idea to do that. Try to use paper or recyclable materials instead. And praise, what can people do if they have broken glassware on crockery? Generally, these are considered a major contaminant and should go into the red bin. That's because they don't melt at the same temperature as bottles and jar glass during the recycling process. Oh, I didn't realise that. That's good to know. And what are the major contaminants in recycling and how can we reduce them? Joey, can you share this information with our listeners? That is a great question. I mean, contaminations can cause all your recycling efforts to go to waste. Like here are some of the common contaminants that do not belong in your recycling bin. These are things like nappies, cooking oil, used tissue and paper towels, food waste, clothes, shoes, blankets, pillows, those sort of things. Um, and is it really important to keep recycling bins free of contamination? If you put the wrong items in the recycling bin, they'll be sent for disposal and will not be recycled. Things like nappies and food waste could actually spoil the rest of the recyclables, and that means a whole wasted load um, that will be disposed of. Joey, what can people do if they have Christmas materials to recycle? Oh, that's a great question uh, this time of year, obviously. They can recycle the cardboard boxes um, by moving them back to the recycling company. We can also recycle Christmas wrapping cards and cardboard boxes. Use, you can also use Council's free cleanup services, problem e-waste, asbestos collection, problem waste collection, and you can also book a cleanup. So, Praise, what is the best way for people to keep their bin storage clean? Here are a few simple tips to assist with proper bin storage. Ensure items do not block doors and fire exits for access to bins. Ensure bins are not stacked high on top of each other. Booking cleanups, I mean, you can do this up to four times a year. Booking problem waste collection, e-waste and chemical cleanup. This can be done on the phone through the customer's service of your website. Praise, Alina and Joey. Thank you all for coming back on the Cumberland Conversations podcast and providing some Christmas recycling information and tips for our listeners. Thank you, Philippa. Thanks for having me back. And I just want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to all of our residents within the Cumberland City Council area. Thank you so much, Philippa, for giving us this opportunity again to talk about Christmas recycling tips and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone in Cumberland. Thank you so much, Philippa, for having me and Merry Christmas to all the residents in Cumberland. 
You have been listening to the Cumberland Conversations podcast, the official podcast for the community of Cumberland City. You can listen to this podcast for free on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and the Cumberland City Council website.